What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This episode is 221. Today, we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong on Theatrical and HBO Max, Concrete Cowboy, Netflix, and Roger and I are going to do a little catch-up on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier from Disney+. Plus. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. And I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are you? Greetings from the ATL. How are you guys? The ATL, huh? <laughs> Atlanta. What? Oh. What? Huh? Are you gonna... Yeah, keep going. Why, why... <laughs> Did you confuse yourself on that? No, greetings from Atlanta. What? I don't know how hard that is to... You guys are not in Atlanta. I am in Atlanta. I'm saying hello. Greetings from Atlanta. Maybe I am also in Atlanta. Yeah, you don't know where we are. We're Zencast. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure you're in the studio in Shadeside, Ohio. I may be, but you can't guarantee that. No, you're, you're, you're right. I definitely have no proof of Me, that. possibly from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Also. Uh, what, anything exciting happened this week, guys? Anything at all? Yeah, I went to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you're the next hotel room over from me? You just pound on the wall? No, I would never be there. <laughs> I had a pretty good week. Watched two movies. They were exciting. Watched Iron. Watched the first Iron Man again. It was also good. Better than I remember. Still good. Still good. I'm telling Still you. Holds the, up, the, huh? the oh, yeah. How's the how's the how's the animation looking? Still good. Still good. Which you know is impressive for what 2003. No, not quite that old. But I think it's 2003. No, it's like 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man's 2007 ish, isn't it? Or 2008? One of those two. I think it's eight. Okay. But, yeah, but that's yeah. I'll get it. Okay, yeah. The first Iron Man is pretty good. I mean, on a scale of great. Yeah, that was like the first Iron Man's like an eight or an eight and a half. That's one of the higher scores. Think if it had failed, where we'd be movie wise now? Yeah, right. We'd be in the DC movie universe, which I was like, DC might be be the no, 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 because we've seen them fail as well. Twice now, but you know what's funny? Like as as I was watching, as I was watching, generous. As I was watching Godzilla versus Kong. Is as as silly and you know grandiose as these Godzilla and Kong movies are. How like they don't make logically any sense, but like the Godzilla and Kong cinematic universe is doing way better than the DC cinematic universe. <laughs> I saw that one throw that out there. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that Probably. is doing a lot better. They're a lot more fun to watch anyway. I'll give you that much. Although maybe you disagree Fair. with that. Who knows? A little bit of tease for later, but. Anything else going on, gentlemen? Roger, how how are you liking Atlanta? Um, it's weird here. Well, yeah, is it rainy or is it sunny right now? It's dark. It's not. It's what, nighttime. What do you mean it's dark? It's the sun is shining. I'm looking out the window right now. The sun is shining. It's very. It's very not dark. Are you sure you're in Atlanta, Grayson? All right. I love how you guys are doing a little switcheroo here. <laughs> you guys are so clever. <laughs> so clever. So clever. Uh, I am indeed in Atlanta, and this is episode 221 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers, and movies of the week. So let's take a look at the box office. As no surprise, Godzilla vs. Kong, Clean House, $13.4 million domestic bringing its worldwide total to 357. Dang, Hell that's yeah. good. Yeah, right. I mean... What was last week? It was like 45 million? No, last yeah. week was like 185, I think, total. Oh, no, I was thinking about domestic. Oh, domestic was, was like, yeah, good. but... And Roger, I want to I I revisit something you just said, and 
um, you said about, is this the movie we really wanted to get everyone back in the theater? And I, I, th- I think it's a valid question now that I think about it. Well, and then I corrected myself and said it's the movie we deserve. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, but look, it's a fun, you know, almost summer movie that you can just shut your brain off for two hours, have popcorn and drink and sure. just kind of. No, that's, that's, com- that's a completely fair way to say it. Yeah. So I, I mean, won't even argue about that. All right. Number two, nobody. 2.7 million, just under 30 million worldwide, 28.7. That man, the more I think about that movie, the more I like it. The Unholy Roger number two, you'll be happy to know. Or sorry, number three, two point four million bringing us worldwide to six point nine. Not even seven million. That's sad. Nice. I mean two million. Two point four domestic. Yeah. Raya and the Last Brand Dragon, two point one million worldwide total up to ninety, just below hundred. Raya, that disappoints me. You can you can do better. Voyagers, one point four million bringing us worldwide to one point three million. That's weird. Oof. That's strange. That's good. We got to talk about that next week. (laughs) Who's pumped? (laughs) This guy. Um, Yeah. So I think this is, I'm glad that Godzilla versus Kong is getting, uh, is at least getting chatter. And I loved the trailers. It was, it was, this was the first time since March of 20, what, 2020. That when the pandemic Mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. This is the first time. This is the first time since then with the movie and all the trailers, it's felt like big Hollywood again. Because all those trailers, regardless of how silly they were, were all big Hollywood trailers. I mean, look at – okay, so we now know a whole lot more about the the Free Guy movie than we did before. Mm-hmm. It's basically – you know, you remember, you remember that movie – and I thought – as soon as I figured it out, I thought about it. You remember that movie Gamer with Logan Lerman, Gerard Butler? Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that. I like only, Gamer. I actually, just, I actually just watched that not too long ago. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting movie um, in the whole Gerard Butler thing. is, But like, it kind of reminds me of that. I mean – the whole it's going to be a different take on that, but it's the same. You know, I I think they're trying to mimic Fortnite almost. In Are a you way. saying Free Guy exists in the Mike Banning cinematic universe? We can only hope. We can all only hope. No, no. okay. Well, I just got completely derailed. You're so good at that, but I'm excited for Free Guy. I don't know about you, but I was actually very. I had a smile on my face the entire time I watched Kong versus. Uh, sorry, Godzilla vs. Kong yesterday. Smile on my face the whole time. Even the trailers. I just enjoyed myself. Loved it, loved it, loved it. You guys have a very different experience. I'm sensing. Yes. We'll talk, we'll about, talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Let's 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 take a look at... Well, the, the new releases, I don't... Nothing has really changed since last week. All the bombs have been dropped. Um, we did... I did miss a few last week. only because I just didn't read them. Not that I missed them, but... Uh, in the well, when you talk about Top Gun, we got to talk about Top Gun for a second. They moved it again. Yeah, they moved a couple others as well, but Top Gun is gone. I'm actually okay yes, with that. Top I'm actually okay. There was something else too, though. I don't remember what's on my head. What was it? I, I can't think. Of it. I had it off. Mm, it. Well, okay, well, I'll just go down the list of what's coming in the next few weeks. The next few weeks. Okay, so April twenty, the twenty second, which is a Thursday, is brings. Stowaway from Netflix. That's what we talked about that last week. And then the next day, Friday, Mortal Kombat, which every time I see a trailer, I'm getting a little more excited for. I got to be honest, that movie just is I'll, all I'll, kinds of I curious. I want to talk about Mortal Kombat for a second. I am so excited for this movie. And I'm, I think I'm actually going to go see a movie with my brother and my cousin for the first time since the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, wow. man. 20 it's years, been bro. a long time. Man. Nice. We're all going to go to the movies and see this because we because we grew up on those, on those Mortal Kombat movies, man. We're excited. Well, it's going to be an interesting comparison, like when Hollywood didn't get movies or video games at all compared to Hollywood starting oh, to understand video I mean, games a little bit. 
Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not optimistic. Withholding judgment. I'm hopeful, but not optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I love when, whenever I see the Swordmaster from Last Samurai in a movie. Like he was, he was in a, one of those Avengers movies, and I've seen him in tons of movies since some of those uh, Japanese movies. But this one, he's the guy that we see defending jo- the dojo, and he throws the, I, I, I guess, the origins of, yeah, the, or- the origins of Scorpion. I'm, I'm definitely okay with that. Um, so Mortal Kombat's the 23rd. Then we move to May 7th. Wrath of Man is the only thing there. And then May 14th is a big Spiral from the Book of Saw. (laughs) Spiral from the Book of Saw for those who wish me dead and the woman in the window. Uh, And then there's nothing again until May 28th. I'm, I'm of course, skipping all of the – I'm I'm skipping all of the um, stuff that's not theatrical because, like, I feel like we're going into theatrical now. So we should – well, I think I think you'll have some of those empty weeks too, where stuff will slide into those smaller yeah. budget things. I think that's what's definitely going to happen. Which would be nice. Um, Cruella and A Quiet Place Part Two is uh, May twenty eighth. I, I need to watch the first Quiet Place before. Have you, I watch have it. you never seen it? No, I haven't. It, it's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the, it very much. The ending is very strong. The rest of the movie is just pretty strong. The ending is incredibly strong. Then we uh, we start June off with The Conjuring, Devil Made Me Do It, Samaritan, Spirit Untamed, and Vivo. And that's as far as I want to go. We've, gone over, we've gone over this list a hundred times. Uh, it is... It's a it, it's an animation. I don't have great internet here, so I'm kind of worried to click on things. No, but, don't worry about it. All right, it's a Sony Pictures thing. I can tell you who's... I'm definitely not worried about it. Oh, I'm not even... There's not, there's not even a voice cast attached to the IMDb. That's weird. Great. Uh, right. <clears throat> well, we've we've gone over this list a hundred times, so you couldn't figure out, you couldn't remember what the last thing that moved was. Because you're right, um, it's Top I Gun. I do. Not there. I do know what is it's it? Top Gun and Ghostbusters. Oh, right. Which I just is, saw an article today about Ghostbusters. This is ironic because I showed Chris the Ghostbusters trailer for the first time today. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah they moved that all the way to Veterans Day, November 11th. Yep, Ghostbusters so, after. But hey. Top I'll be guns, waiting for Top it. Guns yep. in November is the, is the two weeks later or one week later, nineteen. Yeah, Top Gun Thanksgiving now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah went from went from Fourth of July to Christmas, but all the, the way July, around the Fourth of July again yeah. back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh man, fine. I mean, look, I just want things to come out naturally these days, but. Whatever. We can't we can always have what we want. Let's take a look at what's streaming. Today we're taking a look at Amazon. As always, I'm gonna preach this movie till I die. The Vast of Night by director Andrew Patterson, Sierra McCormick, and Jake Horowitz. That is one of the best movies you will see. Check it out. It was made for a budget of less than a million bucks. If you can watch that movie, less than fifty-three dollars American. <laughs> All right, close. <laughs> Streaming on Amazon for your viewing pleasure. The first one, Knives Out by director Ryan Johnson, Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer, Catherine Langford, Jaden Martell, and Frank Oz. That movie won is all kinds of great. 2019, check that one out. Mine by director Fabio Guglioni. Army Hammer, Annabelle Walls, Tom Cullen, Clint Dyer. That's kind of one that I personally – Love. It's about a marine sniper who steps on a landmine and he can't displace his weight. And all mm. kinds of things are going on in his head. There's this weird like knight and princess as he's recounting and is after he left his wife played by Annabelle Wallace in the airport. It's really kind of an odd way to approach something like that, but I love that movie. 
So if you have the interest, I, I think so, it's like 87 minutes, a quick 87 minutes. So you check that one out. It, 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 it's like that movie where they're like stuck in the ocean, surrounded by sharks. No, that's open, open water. Line. That was terrible. Um, Warrior by Gavin O'Connor, Tom she Hardy. I'm sure he would have if he knew it was there. Tom Hardy, Nick Nolte, Joel Edgerton, Jennifer Morrison, Frank Grillo, Kevin Dunn. That's uh, 2011 came out. That was shot in Pittsburgh. So if Wait, you were, what movie was that? Warrior. The boxing oh, okay. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was working on the movie opposite that at the time. I can't remember what that was, but I was not on that one. Let's talk about some trailers. Guys, did you love Jupiter's Legacy like I love Jupiter's Legacy? Probably not. No. <laughs> um why not? I don't know if I loved I didn't I didn't exactly love Jupiter's legacy. I thought it was interesting though. I'd like to I'll be anxious to see how they play this out. I yeah. like the premise behind it for sure. Yeah, so I do like that. I mean the effects look look good look you know, they look good. They look like, you know, Netflix Netflix budget with you know, high value. But they keep on showing the same scene of like them fighting in this Some weird, weird field. Fight in the field. Yeah. And it looks like a Dragon Ball Z fight scene where one guy's just Powering up and everyone keeps on trying to trying to take them down. I don't well, know. We'll have to see what this what this is all about. You think they'll have to give their power spirit energy? I think so. Bombs. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's it's actually a, it's actually mm-hmm. a TV series. But what I like about it is it's it's like it's it's like a fairy tale. Like what is real and what's not real. That's kind of what I like about that kind of thing. Is and I, I what is I mean, not real. The I mean, entire premise. Fine. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about a movie last week, Bliss, and we asked our own question. The question wasn't. What's real? Its question is, what's real to Greg Whittle? I mean, I realize that too. You know, I thought about it for a long time after I talked to you about the premise of everybody being fake but him yeah, and how yeah. blew your mind for a <laughs> I did think about that for a long time later in the evening. I'm like, I watched his eyes like grow bigger for a second. He's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for Jupiter's Legacy. I, I'm not, I don't really get excited for TV much anymore, but I, that's one thing I, I think I will at least give it a few episodes before I inevitably hate it a few episodes in. I mean, you can't be... Inevitably. <laughs> I mean, you Are you excited? Because I'm inevitably going to hate this movie. I mean, you can't be worse <laughs> than WandaVision. Uh, that, 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 that was for me. That was for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't huge on WandaVision. Was not huge on WandaVision. Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie... Gentlemen, what are your thoughts? First off, let's talk about John Barthol's flowing mane yeah. that he's got going on in this movie. Listen, yeah. I love that man. Barthol can do whatever he wants. Ever he's since, got a questionable hairstyle going on here, though. Ever since his performance in Punisher, that man can he can do no wrong. I'm in. Barthol's always been great, though, and anything he's been in. Uh, yeah, Angelina cool, Jolie and uh, Nicholas Holt. I don't know if you recognized him, Nicholas Holt. Yep, sure. Um, and then Aiden and Gillen. then uh, Peter Baelish out there sniping people. <laughs> Oh yeah, Peter. Wait. Oh yeah, that is that's Aiden Gillen. Yeah, he's he was that. He, yep. Roger, you remember that movie that we, the trailer at the time was on every single movie for like six months, um, twelve rounds or like eleven rounds or something. The John Cena movie. I remember mm-hmm. Marquis when I mean that that that's what I remember that guy from, and of course Game of Thrones. But oh, yeah. that's right. I remember. Yeah, he's in that movie, yeah, and of course him being actually Batar Baelish. <laughs> yeah, and then and then oh. Tyler Perry randomly is in this movie too. Sometimes yeah. I wonder how he picks the roles he wants. Like some, he's such a busy guy making. But he's got. Doesn't he have like a billion dollars or something? Yeah, he's got. He look, just, he's got a few pennies. Tucked he probably away. probably financed part of this movie. I mean, you're probably not <laughs> wrong possible, about that, but right? Yeah, you're probably not wrong about that. I mean, because doesn't he own the stu- doesn't he own one of the studios in Atlanta? He owns Tyler Perry Studios. Right? Yeah. That's his. Yeah. Whole... Okay. Yeah. 
Tyler Perry owns Tyler Perry Studios. Weird. Light bulb. <laughs> and they, they they just put on like a like a twelve million dollar ex- expansion, some more some more sound stages or something like that too. I just heard. So good. doing he's doing okay for himself. That is for damn sure. I'm excited. Those who wish me dead. The premise is nothing new. You know, a kid and a dad driving, then they get gunned down, and the kid somehow survives, makes his way to the forest ranger, who then you like I love how they burn down the forest just to find this kid. I don't think she's a ranger. I think she's a firefighter. A fire, well, whatever she is, she's protecting that part of the woods. Um, and then you say there, so they light the whole forest on fire to find this kid. That's kind of that's a little not responsible. What, what was one of the fake movies that uh, Vince from Entourage was in? That like Flamewalker or something like that, where they were the the helicopter firefighters that dropped oh, out of the. You mean from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, old Vinny Chase. Old yeah, Vinny Chase. Now let's talk. See, I'm. Look, we got a lot of good movies coming up, and that those are two. Those are certainly two of them that I'm anxious to get into. But let's talk about the new Black Widow trailer, and I only bring this up because, again, I'm not really well versed in lore outside of what I've seen in the films, but. The new trailer, which you guys have seen, if you've seen... Wait, how did you guys watch Godzilla vs. Kong? Do you watch mm-hmm. it on HBO Max? I watched it at home. Chris watched it at the theater. I watched it in theaters. So, Chris, you saw the new trailer then for Black Widow. If yeah. You, if, well, if, I mean, if you I mean, made it on time. So here's what the question I was asking the whole time is, why the hell are they, making, like are they making an origin story yeah. for a character that's dead? So now we... It's not an origin story. It's just a, re- a telling of well, part so of That's what I thought it was. Again, I don't know anything about Black Widow, but she talks about the end of her existence on in the Avengers. You know, she mm-hmm. talks about the scene where she drops, and then she's like, "Let's we have to go back to the beginning to analyze everything fully." I'm like, "Okay, now there's something weird and interesting going on here." Where I mean, my greatest fear, of course, is you're going to resurrect characters and bring them back because that's just like, "Oh my god, why do you keep doing this?" And that, that is legitimately one of my great fears in the MCU. Not letting characters just stay dead. I mean, yeah. they resurrected Thanos. Hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong, so that that, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> you guys, wait. You also believe that, Roger? Damn it, Thanos. Hashtag Thanos was right. Oh uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm the one turned you on to that. So. <laughs> Still, yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly with his choices. His methodology, though, is questionable. <laughs> <laughs> the thought behind it, I get. Yep. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Those are coming. Let's talk about Roger. Let's talk about the uh, the the Falcon and Winter Soldier for a few minutes. Episodes okay. three and four. These episodes now these so the, these two new episodes focus on um, their their hunt to find the Super Soldier Serum, and they track down a guy who the Avengers fought. Uh, his name is Zemo. And Aaron Zemo, baby, and they're re- they're recruiting him to help. And I, I got to be honest, I like this guy. I'm really kind of rooting Zero, for this yeah. guy. Yeah. He has ulterior motives, obviously, but I'm kind of rooting for him in a weird way. Is that weird to say you're rooting for someone like that? No, because, I mean, listen, at least he's a very interesting character. He's because, far more interesting yes, than well, the other two. Well, because here's the thing. He's also got a pretty good, like, his main focus and the reason he did all of what he did before was so there would be no super soldiers, right? Which a lot of people don't think that that's a terrible thing. Um, now, again, though, he got maybe he shouldn't have blown up the UN <laughs> <Maybe>. or whatever. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, the, he has reasons for what he was doing, and I understand it. Yeah. Well, the, the, the linchpin and here is that he, makes him a relatable character because he's completely human. Well, the the, so, but the, the, the linchpin here is he's the one that killed the blew up the UN and killed King T'Chaka. So that's yes, why that's absolutely. why the the Wakandians are after. I, I don't remember what what um, the elite guard was called. I, I forget. They just just watched it a little bit ago. But that was that's why they're the after. Lady Spears, baby. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to go around with them. You do not, sir. <laughs> you don't want to get on their bad side. Not. No, you do not. But nope. I'm loving. See, the whole thing about people are now bitching because it's it. I don't get this. I I you know I, I took to Reddit for a few minutes just see what people are saying about it. They're bitching because there's not enough action. I would in in Captain in the oh Winter Soldier, no, that's so not true. In the the in the in the Falcon Captain Winter Soldier, I would argue that there's almost. Because these two episodes, if we're talking about these two episodes, which we are right now, about how effective they are getting done, I actually love it until there's action. And then I kind of get like, ah, now nah, like, there goes the rest of the episode, gone in action. Really? Yeah, I mean, here's always, the thing. In the, the fourth episode, we get Bucky doing a knife fight. And if yeah. you guys remember the sweet fight scene between him and Steve in uh, Cap 2, when he flips the knife up to himself, he definitely does it again. Yeah. Because yeah. it's awesome. It's a great nod. But I mean, it's just... It's that character of Zemo, the guy who plays him, is so good at like, for instance, when he when he he's handing out the Turkish delight to the kids and he sings that "Ba Ba Black mm-hmm. Sheep," like that's mm-hmm. really kind of chilling in a way, but like awesome also. But see, he's whenever he talks, he, he knows about the super serum, like especially when I mean those scenes when Sam meets up with obviously Sam and Bucky are with him, and then when Sam meets meets up with Carly Morgenthau and they just have and they and they just talk. Before stupid new Captain America screws everything up, um, it's just it's it's yeah, interesting to you me know. what's going he's on. He's not great. <laughs> he he's not great. No, and but. like now he's being tempted, and we all because the the first way they introduce the new what's his name John John Walker John Walker the first way they introduce John Walker is that stupid ass smarmy smile on his face. And I kept saying to myself when they introduced him in the first episode, the end of the first episode, I'm like, that is not the smile of a, of, of a hero who's going to sacrifice everything he is to save humanity. That just isn't. So, I mean, and now we start to see where he kind of gets tempted and he's going to start to, you know, I didn't think he was going to. No, would you go so far to say there are cracks in the shield, Grayson? Yes, I would go so far to say cracks in the shield. As a matter of fact, they actually go to great length in this episode to show you that weapons are starting to penetrate the shield. Did you, did you notice that, or am I just being crazy? No, you're just crazy. Isn't there's a knife? It's still, still, still vibranium. It's well, still vibranium, it. it's but the, the knife stuck in the shield. So I mean, I don't know if that's a visual. Oh, have that? I didn't know that anything actually stuck in the shield. Well, no. So here's the thing: when when a spear gets stuck to it, that's a vibranium spear. Vibranium can penetrate vibranium. Well, right, right. That's not what I'm talking about. Though it's one of those little knives. Oh no! It's, it doesn't get stuck in it. It just scrapes the paint off of it. Okay. Well, I mean, however it is, it's 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 the it's you know it's the whatever the shield stood for is being blemished. Yeah, and that's kind of you know. So I, like I want to the, the real thing I want to talk about two things um, important things. We'll start to see uh, episode three for a second. So, Chris, I know you haven't watched these episodes yet, but I know you're a Wolverine fan. Yep. So they end up in Madripoor. Yeah, where Wolverine spends a large chunk of his X Men or his non X Men time. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> he spends a large chunk of um, uh, his time in Madripoor becoming, you know, Wolverine. So, um, it's the first time they've ever brought into the MCU. It is 
it's basically like Thailand, Hong Kong ish, yeah. uh, island nation, lawless, basically super high tech. So, yeah, I thought you'd appreciate that. See, told you, I told you, you should have watched it. Listen. Uh, <laughs> and then, second, between both episodes, they don't beat around the bush anymore about super soldiers. All right. So, there are a handful of super soldiers out there. And finally, for the first time, they don't they don't like make it as some like maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Uh, they refer to Bucky as a super soldier. Oh, okay. Because listen, there was a long time when you know he was the Winter Soldier. Was he enhanced? Was he not? And now it's just yes, he's a super soldier. So, I mean, we I guess we all knew it, but they actually went out and said it for the yeah. first time. So it's not just well, maybe you know he's like this. You know, he just absolutely is. No, no, no. I never, I never, there was never doubt in my mind that he was not enhanced. Well, here's the thing, though. It's, I'm not, I'm not referring to you uh, specifically. Like, up until this, they've never said in the MCU if he was actually a super soldier or not, or just a, you know, a great soldier with a bionic arm, yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Which, he also in episode four, Bucky's arm gets knocked off for the first time in a fight. Huh. But not just so much to the point where Sam goes, Did you know they could do that? And he's like, No, it doesn't get knocked off. It gets like, (laughs) It doesn't get knocked off. It like, They like, It gets it removed. She like does this weird thing. Yeah, where she like, Guard stabs him and flicks it and pops his arm off. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like it's a Lego. He just kind of looked at it as it fell to the ground. (laughs) Did you know we could do that? Nope. Uh, No. I'm really digging where the cat, where this is going. And Chris, you're, you're going to be, you're in for a, if you're gonna, I think you'll like it a lot. It's like, there's uh, some quality fight scenes, and listen, we we finally get to see John Walker go um, the way I guess we've all known it was going to go. That he is not Captain America. He cannot be Captain America. And uh, I won't spoil exactly what happens, but trust me, by the end of episode four, you have no doubt what's going on. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. Listen, it's it's this this is great. It's been, listen, I know Grayson wasn't the biggest fan of WandaVision, especially the early episodes. This just keeps churning out excellent content. So I mean, it's getting me more and more excited for Loki, which is just around the corner as well. It is. It is. That's next. Owen Wilson in there too. Mm-hmm. Happy to see him. You know, back to work. Well, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to in the MCU, and is is Phase Three gonna be? All this TV stuff, or I think I read that somewhere. Phase four. I'm sorry, phase phase four then. So the next phase of the MCU. No. Okay. no, but here's the thing. You have to look at the TV series as absolutely integral parts of phase four. Yeah. No, no, no. I, and like, I, I, I totally understand that. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with it. As long as no, yeah. <laughs> no more of them Black are like Widow WandaVision. Was, Black Widow was and still is a part of phase four. It's technically the start of it. But yeah, so the things with uh, WandaVision and them that won't actually affect. Well, because that's the other thing with. So we're in episode four of Falcon Winter Soldier. The only thing we know about it time wise is it's post blip by a while. Like we don't know if it's been a year, two years, five years. We don't know. So the thing with WandaVision as well, the only thing we knew about its time frame, it was post blip. Well, see, that's what I wanted to say is it's not just post. It's post Thanos. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's blip. I mean, that's fair, but yeah, that's all post blip at this yeah, point. Yeah, blip is you know they refer to the blip as when everybody came back after Thanos. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know if the blip was just a snap or the blip was okay. So I, I thought when you said the last week. Okay, so the clump come fair, fine, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah so it's yeah. I mean, but like, do we really need any other timeline grounding if as long as we know it's 
Well, no, we don't. But when we get farther along back into the movie side, we're going to have to have some dates. Yeah. Because, listen, it was five years before those people came back. So that put us into 2023. So, and I'm not saying we won't run up on those dates relatively soon. Yeah. But, you know, if they push something five years out, we're looking at 2030 and their fake timeline. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of weird, you know, as for the suspension of belief thing. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, listen, Falcon Winter Soldier is great. Yeah. I should check it out. Um, it, it really is Wyatt good. Like- Russell. Is really Wyatt, good. Wyatt Russell as uh, as Jack Walker as not Captain America. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he definitely has his reasons for doing what he does by the end of this episode too. So, yeah, check it out. All right, yeah, that's just that's like one of the highest um, pro- profile shows like outside of Game of Thrones. I can really it's just episode after episode is just it's just wonderful and like you can tell there's no it, it, they're all like mini movies. You know, they, they feel like many Marvel films. So that's always, you know. Yeah, the only thing is, I don't know how many more episodes we're going to get. I, I, I would like, imagine are we going to get? I would imagine it's 10. 10? Well, I mean, wasn't WandaVision only 9? No, 9 of WandaVision. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I'm sure it'll, sorry, I meant, whatever, however many WandaVision was, I'm sure this will be that. Or well, eight, well, eight or well, nine. I, see, I don't think that's going to be these right longer. That's right, because these are all about 45 minutes each. Pretty, pretty hard on the 45 to 50 minute number where we legitimately got a couple of episodes of WandaVision that were like 21 minutes. Yep. That's so true. those first few episodes were all pretty short. Anyway. Yeah, they could have been one episode. We yes, discussed that. We, just, we discussed that. Thank you. All right. What do you guys want to get into first? Concrete cowboy or what well, we should do? We should do concrete cowboy first. We should. I agree yeah. with that. All right, gentlemen. Let's talk about concrete cowboy. Came out April second, twenty twenty one. No, twenty twenty one. Directed by this is a big deal. Ricky Staub. And I'll, I'll get to why it's a big deal in a little bit. Idris Elba, Lorraine Toussaint, um, Caleb McLaughlin is Cole. Me- Method Man is Leroy. I really love Method Man as Leroy. Yeah. Listen, I think he was great in this movie. Yeah, like, he legitimately, was. he was awesome. I called that. The, it was. I, well, I, I pointed out that was Method Man. My wife did not believe. Well, it was like the thing when my, I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "I think that's Method Man." My wife's like, "No," and I'm like. No, yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely <laughs> well, Method Man. My wife didn't believe that, that it was, and she was like, she's like, she's like, you don't even know who Method Man is. And she was like, first off, well, incorrect. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, how would you even know that? I said, listen, I had a roommate for a long time, and every day that guy watched How High. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know who I see him. <laughs> uh, so this is a little interesting. It's a little kind of different, even for Netflix. Roger, why don't you take thirty seconds and sum up Concrete Cowboy? Um, so Concrete Cowboy is an interesting movie about um, a real life thing. Um, Fletcher Street uh, stables in what North Philly, North Philly. Um, a bunch of people in uh, Philadelphia that actually just owned their own um, horses and had a small stable to keep them in. And this is a story of Harp and um, you know his son. How he gets together, son gets kicked out of a school, you know, because of course he does, because mm-hmm. that happens a lot. Apparently, people just get expelled, um, and he ends up there for you know a summer of learning. I guess is the easiest way to say it. So, yeah. Well, see, the the beginning is so strong uh, because there's not a whole lot of dialogue between the mother and the son. Oh like, man, when she just leaves his ass on the but, sidewalk. But, but damn it, if it's not powerful as as all get out, yeah. it really is. It's you know. The, the few dialogue, she's got his, all the stuff packed in the car. He's been kicked out. She goes to pick him up at the school. 
and then she drives him all the way to Philly. He wakes up and his stuff's on the his stuff's on the sidewalk at his father's house, who's played by Idris Elba. And she gets back in the car, locks the door, and like she is legitimately bawling her eyes out because she, I mean, just it, drives away. Yeah, a mother is leaving her son because that's the best thing for him. But I mean, it's not something that any mother ever wants to do. So I mean, it's but it's the beginning is so exceptionally strong that it kind of for me kind of jades the rest of the movie because I mean there are a couple strong points in there, but nothing is as strong as the beginning of this movie as far as performance or like what you feel as as drama as you know is emotion. Would you guys agree with that or disagree with that? Well, the beginning is powerful, and, and I won't deny that it's you know like you said it's emotional, but there's a few other points in this movie that i think are right on par with it you know that's i don't fair. think that's the i don't think that's the high point of the emotional play out plays in this movie i think that we have a few peaks in here and one comes early is what it is there's a couple more and it's not the one that that they wanted to be a peak which is something that i i have a critique on but we'll get there but no there, there there's a few other moments in this that are powerful emotionally what do you what do you think roger all the way around i want before i give you my two cents i want to hear what you guys say what do you mean all the way around? Like, I mean, just your, give me your, your, did you enjoy this? Did you not enjoy it as if a movie is as a whole product? Just real, real quick before we jump into I it. I mean, I like this movie overall. Um, I think it falls short for me in a couple of categories. Or like, um, I thought, I, I expected more from this movie, which is unfair to this movie. And I, I know that I'm one that harps on that because, listen, it's not the movie. If I'd have wrote it, it would have went a little differently. However, I mean, I respect it for what it is, and I think it's very watchable. I, I just expected some more of it. That's all. Um, I, w- I won't say this movie's bad um, by any means. It's it's very good, and I mean, it's Idris Elba, and he's great. Um, but I just wanted more from this movie. I think it's fair to say that I expected to be impacted more by this movie. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think, think that's right. Where- yeah, and I think that's where the movie falls short for me, and 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 maybe and I don't know why I thought that there that this movie w- was going to be a little, I guess, heavier, but it's it's not. A lot of stuff happens in this movie, but at the same time, not a lot of stuff happens in this movie. Yeah, and, that's very fair to say. Yeah, and, and, I mean, there, and there's this there's this build up and these like you know this this boy because he is a boy when this starts and his journey to to you becoming know, a man to take on becoming a man. But there's two very like different stories here, and one is hard to give a damn about, to be honest. And they don't do a good job of making things as impactful as they could be, and they don't they don't do a good job of making you care about about certain like things that are happening. They just kind of are, and you're waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time, and it, it kind of pulls it pulls a little bit out for me. Well, um, I think I know why it pulls out because I know it did for me because. Um, as much as I like this movie, this movie is very predictable. Yes. Okay. Especially with the entire path between Cole and Smush. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. It get the tone gets set so early on. Yeah. Like, you know which direction it's going to go, and so by the time that all plays out, there's no emotion to it. Yeah. It's just part of the movie at that point. Yeah, it's just expectation. That's right. Like that should have been a crux of this kid's like growing up. And it's not, or at least it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, all of the impact of what happens to him could have been so, so much more. It's, I think uh, to build off of that is it's not 
I wonder what this kid's going to go through. Mm-hmm. You're more wondering you're going to have to go through this in a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, right. Is, is that kind of feeling the whole time you're watching? Exactly. I mean, but the, here's the thing, like by the time it all happens, like they had made Smush at least into a mildly interesting character. Well, well, it's only mildly because like when he goes to his room yeah. and like he, you find out like mm-hmm. the truck was his horse and that sort of stuff. Like, that's the most interesting part of that kid to me. And, like, what he wants to do with the money that he's getting. Like, at least that I understand. Mm -hmm. However, it doesn't change. You know what's going to happen to this guy. Yep. Especially after, you know, where it nearly happens to him in broad daylight. Yeah. And then, you know what his great idea is? Let's lay low for, like, two days. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Back at it, right? Mm, Got to get get hustling. (laughs) Mm, No. So, and, like. On on the subject of the Smushins, we're there right now. My biggest problem with with this character is is that his name is Smush. (laughs) That's that's big. Don't get me wrong. Hearing hearing you guys say Smush over and over again, I've been suppressing the urge to laugh. It's weird, right? An episode of Futurama, right? Smush. So So, uh, I'm glad uh, you got that. Um, I didn't. I didn't understand why. Not not so much Cole, but that Smoosh gets so attached to Cole so hard, like immediately, immediately, and like so, like so hard. Where like you know, it's, like I got you, it, you know, it, it's, it's about you and me. We're gonna make out, and like this kid just showed up. Like, like yeah, he has no idea. He's been back for four minutes. Yeah, this kid's supposed to have have already like you know burnt a whole bunch of bridges. He's he's living well, hard, you know, the hard. Hold life. on, let me ask you a question because I this I did not figure this out. How old is Smush? No idea. How old is Kate? How old is Cole? Fifteen. Fifteen. Well, okay. Well, listen. I figured mid high school. I, well, I I got mid high school. Fifteen, sixteen is the number I pegged. But listen, Smush is clearly older. Yeah. Right. At least a little bit. Mm-hmm. How old? Like we don't know. Like is this kid like he's just eighteen? You know, is, you know, living by himself, yeah. or is he like also sixteen? Yeah. And just living this life. Like yep. I, you don't. And I think I don't know if that really matters, but that's something that just got stuck in my head. Yeah. During this movie. No, yeah, this movie, I, I had the impression that Smush was like. In his early twenties, only because like no, he, no, he's not that old. I don't, I don't think he's quite that. Listen, if he's twenty, he's maybe just twenty. He's well, no, no, okay, I'm sorry, he's probably twenty one because at least one time he went and got booze. Well, I guess that doesn't necessarily mean no, anything. anything. It, with, with, I guess with yeah, where they live and no, stuff. yeah, I get you. He's he's living with his sister, mm-hmm. and she says, you know, we're, 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 <laughs> I ain't running no fucking orphanage. Yeah, exactly. Get out. Yep. <laughs> also hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I mean, so he's a, he's at least dependent on his sister. So I don't think he's that old. I think he's he's maybe a couple years older than Cole. But again, so like, maybe eighteen, maybe. But he he latches on so hard to him, and like they never explain or give credence to that, and it made it feel fabricated. I had that's where okay in this movie. I'll say it right now. My biggest problem was everything between Cole and and, and his friend because I didn't understand why they were so like why they were such good Instant friends bond. all of a sudden and why this older kid with some with street clout and everything he has some he's, he has he, some yeah. sure and like why this guy is so so connected to this to this younger kid that shows up all of a sudden they never explain it well and it it pulled me out of it every time they're together maybe he well, looked at him as a target did, when somebody when, when they manipulate to do what he needed him to do yeah, but no i, I don't was, think that was in the beginning when well, they when I, I, was, I i get it i try to think of an idea cuz yeah, you're yeah. right it doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. When they first sit in the car and, and Smush is talking to him, he goes, last time you were here, you were so little. So, I mean, that's why I thought that Smush was a few years older because Smush wouldn't remember him as little if Smush was also Smush little. is definitely a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not 
you know, he's not like 25. No, 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 no. I don't mean 25. I mean, I mean like 20, 20 or 21 at the most. Like I said, 20, 20 is probably a better number. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a little bit older than Cole. So, but so let me, let me tell you my big disappointment of this movie and tell me if I'm wrong. So listen, there's not enough Idris Elba in this movie. Right. For me. (laughs) <laughs> because listen, where he is and what he does in this movie, I think is great. Yes. Because one, he's great at just about everything that he does. But when we actually get to see that side of him and why he's doing what he's doing, that's the best part of this story. And we don't get a whole lot of it. Now, listen, there are some other good parts of the story. Like, you know, when Cole asked, um, what's the dude in the wheelchair's name? Paris. Paris. Yeah. Ask him, you know, why he's in the chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, then you get the real story. Then you find out later on in this movie that that's the real guy yeah. telling what's probably his real story. And I think that's great. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible story. Yeah. Um, the entire shit pit version of this, like, portion of this movie, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I thought that was cool as hell because, you know what? I was a shitty kid that had, had no work ethic and didn't mm-hmm. want to do shit at some point. And my grandfather... He would have done something like that to you. He did do things like that <laughs> yeah. to, to me. I got my you. brother, my cousins, man. I like, get and, you. And I felt that part. It was like, you know, yeah. you know, the whole stall. Yeah, the whole stall. You dumb, yeah. you dumb kid. Yeah, and then all the other stalls <laughs> yeah, too. It's like, what? Like I just I like I, I was reliving my past and in in, in in a good way because you know that's how that that's what teaches boys to make you men. how to be you. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's a big moment in that movie, and they're like when Idris Elba is in this. So strong. I want him and uh, Tom Hardy to have like a grunt off because those me- mm. those two guys say a lot, say so much with just grunts that it's it's actually it's actually kind of impressive because like three of Tom Hardy's roles, he, like half of his dialogue. Is just I love his constant ability just to keep a cigarette tucked in the side of his mouth while he does everything. Right. <laughs> listen, I appreciate that white trashiness. Yeah, like oh, the yeah. guy talking with the cigar on his lip. Yep. Yeah, I get, I love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That rings a lot home in my childhood. There <laughs> some parts of people I know. I, get that. <laughs> I kind of agree so, with you. It's, yeah. it's not we're on Idris Elba. I agree with uh, Roger a little bit. Is Listen, he's the best part of this movie, and we we don't get enough more of him. But we don't get enough Idris Elba as we know him today. As right, here's the thing, though, I don't think maybe it's not we don't go. Well, yeah, we don't get enough of that. We don't get enough of the whole story. Like the best part, like Chris said, is during the shit pit part. And when we're learning about the other people that are yeah. already there, we need more of that and less of Schmush's drug empire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler. Well, it doesn't but, work. That, like, that's a, <laughs> but that's important to see. That's important yeah. for to see where Cole's going to end up if he keeps doing what he's doing. That's the whole But see, story. I don't even know if that's accurate, right? Because up until 20 minutes ago, him and Smush weren't boys. Yep. Like he ain't gonna die for him. I ain't gonna die for this guy. <laughs> and legitimately, I thought we got we. I thought we had that moment when he walked away from him in the tunnel, mm-hmm. and then he still goes back. Yeah. I know. Listen, I get it. Kids make stupid decisions, and I understand. Like I really do understand it. But somebody's got to tell. Like after all this happened, how come? What is Method Man, the sheriff, whatever his name is? How come he didn't say anything to his dad? Yeah. Right. Like he comes and picks him up. He's like, get in the car. Yeah. He doesn't, like, he just stares at him, doesn't say anything else. He just gets in the car. They don't have a conversation. They you know, do. He just they shows do have a conversation. They do have but a conversation at the, really. at the horse track. Yeah, though, no, listen, I think that was him trying to show, like, listen, you don't have to go down this path. You can have a career doing what I know you love to do and 
you know, be very successful. Like him taking him to the track in uh, in Philly, the the horse race track, and show him with the other um, the other guy that grew up in their hood training the horses. That dude must make a ton of money, oh, yeah. and he's loving what he's doing. Like that's what he's trying to get him down that path. Not not giving him the come to Jesus. Like that dude is going to get you killed moment, and we need that more of that. Yeah. So, but I mean, didn't yeah, we have not, that? Didn't not, we not have- a single. Go ahead. Sorry. Didn't we have that with the with the attempted hijacking police intervention gone wrong? Didn't I mean didn't Cole kind of get that whole because that's when he walked away from in the tunnel and it, the only reason he goes back to Smush in the tunnel is because when Cole went back to rejoin the group after walking away from Smush saying that that was it, I'm done with this, we're, that was too much for me is when all the horses were being taken away and the entire, you know, all the buildings were being repossessed and everything like like that. Then he went back to Smush. So it's not like the the his 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 actions. Oh no, I didn't get why sense. he did it. But I mean, I, I get why. It's just I expected more out of like that's more fair, out okay. of heart to like because like he doesn't have his like. Hey, you know, I talked to so and so. Yeah. You know, you got anything to say about that? No, because listen, I mean, the entire the entire run between Harp and Smush is like Smush ain't allowed here. Like he ain't allowed in his block. Like he comes out and he starts kicking the shit out of his car. <laughs> like he, like they ain't messing around. Like he's not allowed here. Yep. So, and we also never find out why he's not allowed here. I also think that could have been useful. Well, yeah. isn't it? Listen, this movie's not overly long. It could have had ten more minutes, and I probably wouldn't have cared. Well, hold on, hold on a second. We don't. <laughs> Smush used to be one of. He used to be one of the. Hey, that's the right. That's what I mean. But like, and yeah, then, I, he, that, and that then I he, definitely understand. But but then he turned to selling drugs. Isn't that enough? to understand why they don't want him there anymore. I mean, that's a pretty, listen, that's a pretty weak thing, you know, given the, the environment that they come from, yeah. like there's gotta be more to it than that. Yeah, like, it's not that, that we gave him a chance to get out of that life and he kept going back. So, you know, we barred him from here. You know, I, I have a hard time thinking, you know, him getting mixed up with some bad people would uh, be the, the only reason they kick him out. So that's all. Well, I think eh, okay. Look at it from a writer's point of point of view. When then we get later, we get uh, we get Idriselva's his Harp's reason as to why he finally cleaned himself up was he went to prison when when his wife was pregnant. When Cole was born. When Cole yep. was Cole was born, and he didn't see him for years and years and years and years, and just wanted to name the kid. And so that's how. Yep. And I especially love. How I he did got like that name. story about why yeah. he named him Cole. Yep. That was that's, that's I think a that's great. A great yeah, I don't want to spoil that's that. Good but, but I mean, that's good stuff. But as a writer, all that kind of is enough for me to understand why when Smush and uh, Smush and him pull up in the beginning, and then Harp walks out and throws his clothes at him and say, "No, if you're gonna hang out with Smush, <laughs> you're, you're 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 done." I kind of understand yep. it though. No, no, I just I just think on just for me personally, I I think we could add more of that. I mean, right. listen, we get plenty of other stuff that I don't oh, yeah. think mattered. Yeah, no, a lot of it. I mean, let's and like let's let's talk about some some needless scenes that I think were just there to drive you know drive your your plot to the next point. You already mentioned it, Grace. And when the horses are getting repossessed, and then when the and then later on they have to break into some place. I thought that was the most hypocritical part of this movie, and it hurt because the whole time they're talking about you know about doing the right thing, being straight and narrow, all this other stuff. You know, this is all you need. You know, we're a family. Yep, and then. It's okay to break the law for, for the right reasons. 
I thought I, I hate things like that in movies. It doesn't make any sense to preach all it these things. It is very convenient. Yeah, and that's what it feels like. And it's like like they couldn't figure out how to get this movie to go to the next point that they needed it to go without doing this. It. I mean, they could have just pulled some of these bad scenes and had some some more just well written dialogue. Listen, between give these me characters. give me more of the, like the horses Fast and Furious style. Yeah, I watch that all day. You put more, you put listen, more horse races. Yeah, listen. That party would have been dope. I'm telling you right now, that would have been an awesome thing to be at. Yeah. I mean, we, we get some really good, like some really nice shots in this movie. There's I would 100 percent have gambled on horse racing. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh Tell have, me I'm wrong. I, I, you wouldn't lay fifty bucks on your dude over there? Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. would. Yeah, you would. We got tons of good shots, like cinematography wise, from this movie, and they're beautiful. Yeah, we got more of those. And there was just, I mean, the uh, when, when they're at the um the baseball field at night. Mm. Amazing scene. That's Love a great that, scene. That whole great collection scene. of thing, the moment between, between Harp and Cole, so good. And again, another piece of, of how Cole's, you know, is, is growing, you know, from, from this boy to a man, troubled boy to a man. And it's just so cool to watch and see it happen. And, it, and it's like, I don't know, having to support everybody there was a good moment. And then there's a scene where, Father and son are breaking into a police. <laughs> scene. So it's like, come on! Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see your scene at the baseball field is a scene for Harp and keep forgetting the kid's name, Cole. For Harp and Cole. Cole, Cole, Cole. I mean, that's also a great scene for Cole and Boo, the horse. Well, he, yeah, true. Because he gets tossed off, and then the, the I mean, the point of that is usually Cole would have walked away from. Yeah, I think he probably would have dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, that would have hurt. <laughs> All, all your weight coming down on your shoulder. Oh my god, that would have hurt so oh, bad. Yeah. Um, it would have been terrible. But like, that's the point of it is he doesn't walk away from that. Like, he gets up, says a couple cuss words, and then gets back on the horse. Otherwise, he would have walked away be before that. That's my like. So that's well, the, yeah, absolutely the turning point. And and of course, one of my favorite shots in the entire movie after the mother leaving, you know, child abandonment. No, I'm kidding. After the mother leaving, call at the father's place. <laughs> Um, and then Cole doesn't really have a place to stay because he's hanging out with Smushes when he when he crawls in that window and then the horse gets right in his face. I thought that was a really cool shot. Like, you don't see that very often. No. It's just, that was a really I, I like that they, they use the horses a lot. Yeah. Um, they weren't just a plot device. Like they actually had them like do bonding with the, mm -hmm. the horses, which I mean, listen, everybody loves horses, right? Everybody. I think horses yeah. are terrifying killing machines, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They, they really are. <laughs> they really are. Can you imagine getting kicked in the head by a horse? You aren't, aren't you just dead? No, you would die. You yeah. couldn't imagine it either. You'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Did just you, saying. Can you imagine think... what the infinite void of the end of your life feels like? That's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's instant death. Isn't that a dumbass kid gets brand new Jordans and then oh, they wear into the horse stables? Cole. Well, okay, you ain't wrong. That was well. He didn't, he didn't have another pair of shoes. As soon as his yes, friend, he did. Yes, he did. The ones he showed up in. No, 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 no. As soon as his friend gave him those shoes, he would have tossed the other ones out, hundred percent. He would have been like, "Okay, bye." But like, not enough was your only pair of shoes. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm with Chris on that. Listen, it makes a great part of the. It was a great part of the movie. Yeah, no, no it's a dumbass. Call. I laughed at him. Dumb so, kid. okay, uh -huh. I have a question you know about. I, mean? I have a question about the shoes. Only, and my question mm -hmm. is. He gives him the shoes, and then the next scene when they roll up on that like little house party, um, the guy mm -hmm. the guy talks about the shoes for like a minute and a half. Did I miss something yep. there? What what's going on? Those there? shoes are really expensive. Well, I, yeah, I understand so they're expensive, are. 
But actually, hold on. Let me let me pose a question that maybe you'll get, Chris, because I know you're a sneaker guy, like uh, my former self. What year is it? In this movie? Yeah. Oh God. I didn't even think about that because of the shoes. Well, it's not just the shoes; it's the cell phones too. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Nobody's got a smartphone; they're all flip phones. Yeah. But that's oh, wow. one. That, that's one because Apple's really picky about what what phones their movies are in. Two thousand three to two thousand eight. So yeah, I was thinking pre two thousand ten. Yeah. So let's call it two thousand eight. Yeah. So fifteen years ago, I think basically. So. Yeah. Okay. Because listen, I that, this movie makes more sense to me in that time frame, mm-hmm. um, with the the flip phones and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's true. Um. And the Jordans as well, because yeah. those, listen, those Jordans are nice. They knew. No. <laughs> yeah, that's they true. Knew. So to answer your question, Grayson, um, the... Was it because he owed him money? Smush owed that guy money? Well, it wasn't that he owed him money. He was, spent, he was, he was spending the money he was making the guy. Yeah, oh, he was skimming. Okay, yeah. I didn't... I wasn't quite sure. I was like, why is that a big deal? Why are we talking about shoes yeah. for three minutes? That's why they were running up on his corner. That means they're taking money out of his pocket. Oh. And- he knows. Yes, and 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 he and he called him pops because Cole said that that his pops got him for him. Yeah, he didn't and know he, how much they cost. Yeah, his pops got him. Yeah, he called and he called Smoosh <laughs> pops at that point. Mm-hmm. So he because he knew that 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 he was skimming money from what he was making, you know, or at least drugs. had a pretty good idea. Yep. All right. I just something I didn't I didn't know why I didn't connect that, but I just didn't. Yeah. But I mean, so what? And then why was Smoosh being put in the car? Was it because of the stealing the money? Say okay, that was, so that oh, was yeah. that was they were linked reasons then. I okay. He's about to get roughed up. I don't know if they, here's the thing. I don't know if they're going to kill him. No, no they, they, they were definitely going to kill him. Sure, though, because oh, listen, yeah. I think honestly, if they were going to kill him right then and there, I think they'd have done it. Because why take him? You listen, where they're at, they could have gunned him down and just left his ass. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean think, about how, is, think about ultimately what happens to Smush. You know, yeah, just yeah. in the middle of like they put they put a bounty on him. You know, well they put a bounty on him because that guy didn't get out of jail. He was in jail still. Never thought about that. Okay. So instead of all right, all so right, I get they, you. They, they okay. Okay, that makes more sense to me now because yeah. I'm thinking if they're just going to take him and like rough him up and scare the shit out of yeah. him, because that's kind of the vibe I got at first. Because I mean, why stick him in the trunk? Just execution style, right there. Pop, pop, he's dead. No, well, I mean, the I point. You, the yes, point is they wanted to take him and break his knees and then shoot, and they wanted to cause him harm first and then kill him. I totally thought they were. I mean, I mean there's never a doubt in my mind they were, they were they were going to kill him. The most. I, I, just, I wasn't. I was. I wasn't sure. That's all. Mm-hmm. But that makes more sense why there was a bounty on him because yeah, somebody was still in jail. That, yep. makes, that makes more sense. Did you did you like how this movie ended? And I'm not gonna say how it ends, but did you like that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I, it wasn't impactful in any way. I, I think the movie, the, I think the movie played all of its emotional cards throughout, and I think that the movie ends on a good note. I like I like the way it ended. Like I said, though, I expected more of this movie overall. So yeah, you know, I I kind of thought the ending that we got was kind of one step too far. Did you guys see what, what I'm talking mean? about a little? Because the whole point is Cole grows up and stops being a child and getting in fights at school and just does the work, you know. And then, but then, did we need the whole family unit thing in the end, or would would we have been fine? Yeah, with I just, think so. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I think that makes more sense, though. Well, so, so, well, hear me out, Grayson. All right. Your your big emotional part of the movie, where you think where you said the movie peaked, was at the very beginning, right, with the mom. Yeah. Right. So, oh, so, so you you begin seeing Cole through his mother's eyes, her perspective of Cole. You know how tough it's been, 
how how she feels at the end of a rope and has to drop her kid off with her father, with his father that she hasn't talked to in years, all this stuff, right? The movie full circles by you again getting to see Cole through his mother's eyes, how she sees him all grown up, how he's changed, and you get to see she sees that, which helps you see that at the end of the movie. I think that's important. I know. I, that, I, I understand so why it's important, but did you have to do it that way? You know, because, I mean, this movie, less is more in this movie. They didn't give you a lot, and a lot of times there wasn't even a lot of dialogue to tell you what was going on. You kind of had to pick it up from visually. So I kind of would have just preferred to her drive up and see that the kid was on the way to becoming his father, which was, I mean, and by, and by becoming his father, I mean a good man reformed. And then, and, that's, mm-hmm. and then they look down the road and see her, and she gets out of the car – and then that's kind of all we needed because, like, we know they're going to walk up to each other and say, hi, how you doing? And, you know, we but like – and this movie kind of airs on the side of less is more anyway. So the ending I thought was kind of out of left field for me because it, it, it spoon-fed you everything. Am I wrong about that? I well, mean, the movie spoon-feeds everything all yeah. the way through, I think. Yeah, it's kind of uh, – I don't know if I wholeheartedly agree with that, but <laughs> what? Hmm. Um. Yeah, I was I was somewhat satisfied with the ending. I would have preferred less, but I'm okay with it. Um, and I'm usually not okay with endings. I usually have a problem with most endings uh, because I just I have such a hard time ending my own things. So I, I don't like other people's endings either. So I mean, it's, but this one I kind of you know I was kind of lukewarm with. Can't can't say I loved it. Can't say I hated the ending. But I, I was okay with the product as a whole. As a matter of fact, I think I got out of it what was there to get as far as like what I expected. I mean, from the trailer we watched and talked about it last week and the week before, did you guys go and expect like an Oscar winner? Yes, yes. Okay, well, maybe an Oscar winner. I expected more emotional, more, more impactful. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't. Because the way, listen, the way they frame this, you know, as a, for the trailer and everything, it definitely has that kind of vibe to it. Oh no, you're not. You're not wrong about that. But the reason you thought that, I'm sure, is because of Idris Elba. Yeah. I mean, sure. but we didn't well, get that's the story. But we didn't get Idris Elba being – I mean Idris Elba has like a skill set that like one in seven or eight Hollywood leading males have. I mean but we didn't get that. Not being awesome? Movie. Well, just you know, intensely in your face with the emotion. Like how many men Handsome, can pull that? Handsome good looks and yeah. rough exterior. <laughs> mm. But like that's my point yeah. though is like we didn't get the Idris I don't know Elba I we were going to get. Oh my god. Why do you do that? Kind of wonderful, wonderful accent. <laughs> He, I'm black. Su- I'm black Superman. Yeah, that. I, I'm not quite sure. He really is black Superman. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just expected a different Idris Elba performance than we got. Now that's probably on me for my interpretation of the trailer, which isn't accurate because it's a trailer of cut of the final product. But I mean, I don't know. So let's 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 move to score this guy then. I'll go first. All right. Um, overall, this movie I thought was decent, never great, never bad overall though, but, um, I did expect more from it, which I guess, like I said, is unfair (laughs) to this movie. Uh, that being said, I think it's about a six. I would definitely recommend it for people. It won't be for everybody though, but it's definitely a watchable movie and, uh, I recommend people do check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll go next, uh, five and a half for me. Same reasons uh, Roger just said. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's got good, it's got a good cast. Just not as not as big as I wanted it to feel, so I it just it lost a little bit for me, especially near the end. Uh, I'm gonna mine sits at a six point five. 
Uh, I think I got what? a little more out of it than, than you guys did. Wait, what'd you say, Chris? Ah, he said, "All right, yeah." All <laughs> right. Oh, okay. I I I think it. A lot of it was there. It may not have hit home with a lot of people, but for what for what I expect out of Cockpit Cowboy, I got about six point five out of ten of that. <laughs> so that's kind of how I'm putting it. But I loved a lot of this movie. I think it's a very well. I mean, given the other movie we're talking about this week, which is Godzilla versus King Kong, it's majority of the movies are like that. I don't mean two titans fighting. I mean action, gunfights. This movie is more subdued. I like, I kind of enjoy that. So that's kind of where I'm sitting at 6.5. I, th- I think that's fair. I couldn't, okay. just, I, couldn't, sure. I couldn't justify the jump to seven and I tried, but I just couldn't justify that jump to seven. So, all right, let's talk about the movie of the week, Godzilla versus Kong, two Titans fighting. All right, came out March 31st, 2021, theatrically and HBO Max. It has it, it has a, a great cast. Alexander Skarsgård is Nathan. It stars, it stars King Kong, King Kong. Godzilla. And Godzilla. <laughs> and um, Titanus Godzilla. And <laughs> Titanus Kong. Yes, it does. That's Re- it. Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, Eliza Gonzalez, Kyle Chandler for like four seconds. Lance Reddick? Yeah, he's in there too. Zavala himself. I, I almost forgot <laughs> about it. I almost forgot about it. Uh, Damien Bisher, who's been in a lot of things lately. Um, Roger, sum it up. Give us take take away. Tell us what this movie's about. Third, 30 seconds. Boy, I hope you like big giant animals, lizards fighting each other because <laughs> that's what you get here. And then I hope you like needless plots. Scene. And, yeah, I hope, I hope you also like needless plots and needles and even more needlessly made characters because you get that too. Right, so this is a continuation from 2014's Godzilla um, to 2017. As if we needed more. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm kind of okay with it, only because like this is such a big phenomena, and you know, over in the Asian territories, there's no reason why it shouldn't be a big money maker. Oh no, here. I understand why we're getting them, but like. I mean, there's a there's a soft part in my heart for these. I mean, you know the you know Godzilla vs Kong, Kong Godzilla, Pacific Rim, Transformers. There's a soft part in my heart for bigger than life things. I mean, things that are just huge that we have no way of really scaling or quantifying. Just it's just, but it's just good summer fun, and so that's kind of what I'm sure. all about. It. I mean, that that's listen, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, a continuation of Kong Skull Island and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, Godzilla is an apex predator hunting down other monsters because Godzilla is the apex predator. And I kind of, you see where a lot of people are just going to write this movie off as bad. I'm not pointing mm. fingers, just saying. Yeah, some, some, I do some, actually. <laughs> not, 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 pointing <laughs> not pointing any fingers, but I think there's, there's more going on here than a lot of people are willing to give credit to. And I, I try to choose my well, my phrase of words carefully there, but the th- the thing is with this is I know what they're trying to do. I understand they're trying to build this into some like world building universe style, like Godzilla and King Kong exist. It's part of how things are, um, and I I respect that. Listen, I love a big giant monster smash them up. I love Pacific Rim. I don't mind the other Godzilla movies. I don't, honestly don't mind this movie either. Um, I think they're fun. The only problem I have with this movie is this movie's pretty bad. Um, the human part of this movie is pretty terrible. 
Um, but the thing is, is Godzilla and King Kong fight about every 12 minutes. Yeah, it seems right? like, yeah. like pretty much one, on, on a schedule. One, the other, or both of them. <laughs> and and yeah, can I, I want to ask you guys what you think the death toll is here. It's got to be in the hundreds oh, of thousands. Oh, millions. Millions. I mean, Listen, how many? How many? Let me ask you this. This is something that we never, even like when the Transformers fought, when these guys fight, even in Pacific Rim, how many hundreds of thousands of military lives were lost because of all these carriers that oh, were sunk? Many. You know many, what I mean? And like, well, that's the point, and we're still meant to side with King Kong and Godzilla. Even though well, they just- I don't want to. I don't want to skip all the way ahead to one of the main problems I have with this movie. But since you brought it up, <laughs> listen. So the main fight scene in this movie takes place in Hong Kong. Okay. <laughs> And we're in Hong Kong for about a solid half hour fight scene, probably in, in like it's like a three round thing, yeah. right? Um, not to talk because I don't want to spoil about what all goes down. But by the end of this fight scene, like when things are exploding and buildings getting knocked down, I was like, "There's no fucking way Hong Kong is still standing." There's nothing. <laughs> left, nothing. Right? There can be nothing. It's like, <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And listen, agree, I'm yeah. okay if they're just like, you know, they destroyed everything yeah. else. Like they're fighting over rubble. They're not. Somehow they're still knocking over large untouched buildings. And people are still trying to evacuate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of one of the unspoken uh, things of these movies is like how do you you know, how would the death toll, I mean, just the Americans the the, the military in the in the ocean. Hundreds of thousands. Well, not maybe hundreds of thousands, like thousands. thousands of people, maybe listen for of, that for that military fleet that goes down. Tens thousands. of thousands, thirty thousand, fifty thousand people gone, and we then they I mean, never destroyed an aircraft carrier and a heavy destroyer. That's a couple of thousand least, people. Uh, there's some more boats than that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're well, those are the ones I know for sure sank. Okay, he swims through three of them. Yeah, I was gonna say he definitely <laughs> a, a carrier's got to have like what a like three thousand. People on board. All no, the destroyer will actually have more than the, the carrier because okay, okay, the carrier is full of planes. Okay, but even before that, in the beginning, when 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 Godzilla just wreaks havoc on Pensacola, Florida, I mean, how many thousands Which of people are killed? Yeah, listen, you ever been to the Florida Panhandle? <laughs> deserved. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair. So Godzilla shows up at this. It's looking- basically Alabama. <laughs> yeah, so Godzilla shows up Pensacola, Florida, and he's looking for something. He's trashing everything, which. This is what I was talking about with the more is, you know, established in the, the past couple of movies is he's not out to get people. He's kind of he, – but he, he's kind of a neutral force. He's not our ally. He's not, you know – I mean I kind of like the ending of the last Godzilla King of the he's Monsters. protector of the Earth realm. Because he, you know, he kind of teams up with – to kill the others, the other alphas trying to kill him. But he kind of protected people. But I mean the whole thing with Millie Bobby Brown and that like – the whole Kyle Chandler and Millie Bobby Brown. I, and I I get the whole Millie Bobby Brown because she loses. She tells you in the second one she lost her brother in the first one, um, and then she loses her mom in the second one, and then in this one, Kyle Chandler's not really kind of he's kind of not really adhere to that at all. He doesn't really kind nope. of he doesn't. He's really, got sweaty, angry dad energy. Yeah, he's like, go home, don't leave the house. <laughs> That's all he does. Kyle Chandler, why are you wasted in this movie? And I mean, she kind of, in a way, gains an older brother back with the with that crazy conspiracy theory podcast. Sure. But I mean, I'm just Ish. telling you what's. I love how Belschnickel made an appearance in this movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Damn! It. I was going to ask you how how you liked Belschnickel that came. No, because I immediately went. Oh. <laughs> I know. 
I, I, you know, I would have hated to be in my viewing because as soon as I saw him, I went like this, and it was it was completely involuntary. I went in, you know, in the theater, I went Belschnickel, and people just looked at me like I was in, in, insane, insane. But I mean, deserved, it, yeah, very well deserved actually. But yeah, so I'm not entirely sure that whole segments of this movie had to exist. Yes. Like most of the stuff and like I, I'm not I'm not gonna try to like make a joke about it, but what Grayson is trying to dance around is most of the interactions that involve human beings in this movie, most of them are terrible scenes. You say terrible, I say dog shit. Okay. Um, okay, <laughs> well okay. I will a counter argument of course is with Kong and the little girl. Now we talked about this before. Okay, well, listen, listen. I said most, not all. Okay, okay, but look, because listen, the parts. Okay, go. Sorry, go. Go ahead. No, the parts with Kong, with um, the little girl, with the doctor, and even the stuff that takes place on the aircraft carrier. All right, I'm okay with all of that. It's like this conspiracy theory sneaking around through like. You know, a bombed out uh, building, you know, like this, that's the problem. This, like that whole part, I don't know why it exists. Everything well, with those three could be removed from this movie and we get the same movie. True. Exactly. I mean, but here's the None thing is, I mean, but you move, you lose some of the comedy. I mean, if you can call it comedy, whatever, but some of those. Well, that, that's the thing. Even if you move that, listen, I didn't laugh at hardly any of it. I didn't. I didn't pay tickets to see a Marvel movie. I don't need any comedy in my in my Godzilla versus King Kong movie. I don't need um, that. Well, the way that what I, I, I want to say though is, I, go ahead. The the way that I see all these different people they add in this movie with all these different all these different motivations because there's a lot. If you really think about it, you know, think about how many characters have motivations in this. For every character you can remove. And get rid of their dialogue. That that's just extra minutes of what everyone wants to see. You could just have longer fights and more CGI and more things exploding and more screaming and more axes to the face and more turning King Kong into Thor or an explanation of what the hell Hollow Earth is. Fine, that's even better. I, You're I, right, I, but you, yeah, you take, guys are missing. Lita Apex's daughter. Take Lita Apex's daughter. Remove her from this movie because she is useless in this whole thing. The movie doesn't change at all without her there, and we get more either meaningful dialogue with the little girl in King Kong, or we get more fight scenes or more hollow earth. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who are you saying doesn't fight. need to exist? Exactly. You don't even know who that is. No, no. I, I, you I heard you say – I thought you said the Apex's daughter. That's what I thought you yeah, said. Yeah, the Apex uh, – the guy that runs Apex, his, his daughter. daughter. I don't remember what her name is. Hang on. I'll get it. Is that Bobby you Blue know, Brown? Really Bobby Brown? No, 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 no. You oh, don't that's, even know who the character is. No, that's that's, my point. that's that's Andrews, Rebecca Hall. Uh, no, I completely no. disagree with that one too. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not her. Rebecca Hall. Oh, then I it's totally uh, Maya Simmons, Issa Gonzalez's character. Ah, okay. Well, yeah. I okay. Well, but yes, you you're probably right about that. But without any humans in this movie, this movie doesn't exist. You've got to have us for scale, or this movie just doesn't no, you don't. happen. You so the buildings are there's four. buildings. Um, well, fine. We're going to agree to disagree. We're just going to gloss. We're just going to go past that. No, we're not, we're not going to gloss. <laughs> no, we're not going to. What this movie does really well is it scales things, which I love. It makes you – it gives you a, a sense of how big these two 
Kong and Godzilla really are, especially when they're on the aircraft carrier, especially when they're when Kong is reaching his arm all the way across on the the carrier. Like I really feel like these are massively massive things. Um, there, you know, there were times in Transformers where I didn't get that. Most of the most of the Transformers movies, I didn't get that. Although they were huge. Well, it's well. There's a reason for that too, is because the scale in Transformers is never consistent. No, it's true. never. And and then the in the Transformers, it's, time it's and not. And listen, I don't mean that as a joke because I think those movies are laughable. Listen, those are supposed to be cars and semi trucks that transform. You wouldn't suddenly grow to eighty five feet if you transformed out of a fucking Camaro. I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> fine, fine. But the the real magic of this movie is the little girl in King Kong. At least to me, that's kind of this because the whole Kong mythos. It was beauty. What, what's the what's the last line of the of the famous? What's the famous line? It was beauty killed the beast. But I mean, like it was it was Andero who was able to calm the beast. It's always been a woman, uh, who's a young woman who's able to calm the beast. And the fact they use this island girl, which keeps consistent with the Kong legend and narrative anyway, I kind of really dug that. And I thought one of the best shots, maybe the best shot in the whole movie. I don't think you, you you can argue was when the little girl goes out in the aircraft carrier by herself in the dark silhouetted moonlight and then touches sure. her finger to Kong. I mean that that, that was no almost... that's fine. It helps calm him down, and I, I understand that. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice scene. It's not it's not the best scene in the. Uh... I mean, best scene involving human probably. Okay, yeah. fine. Best scene involving not the best scene in the movie. No, uh, no, fine. You guys can. Grayson, get... Grayson, you are one of one of. Eight people that went to this movie to see the human element. I, I didn't go to see the human element. It was in there, so I accept it. There's a difference. I mean, <laughs> I understand that you've got to have people in these movies for them to fully well, here, make sense. The thing is, we we could have had this, this entire movie didn't have to have Millie Bobby Brown and the conspiracy theory guy. Like, we didn't need any of that. Like, Kyle Chandler's entire side didn't need to exist. Like, you could have had the ominous apex bad guy out doing his stuff by himself without that entire group of people. Um, I I totally agree with you. It it would have changed nothing. Well, listen, Chris brought this up to me today, and it's a big part. So there's a part where, you know, three people get trapped in a shipping container and end up on a trip to Hong Kong. And very conveniently, there is a subterranean tunnel that sends them from Pensacola, Florida, to Hong Kong in about six hours. Okay, that's the other side of the planet, right? (laughs) Chris brought up a point to me today. What if that container shipped, sealed them in, sent them on a boat, and they'd be dead because they're floating around for three weeks with no food or water? Yep. Right? It's very – listen, I understand, yes, it didn't happen that way because it's part of the movie, but it's little things like that that are just asinine. Like it didn't need to be a thing. So many things. They don't need on. to be – here's the thing. They don't even need to be in Hong Kong. Nope. They don't. Well, I mean, listen, you do, is heavily though. computer-based. No, you don't. You do not, sir. Hold on. As a setting of Hong Kong, where Godzilla first no. was a thing? Yeah. No. They don't. The humans do not need to be there. Oh, no, no, no. I agree with you, but Godzilla did need to okay, make his right. way there eventually. I mean. No, no. Listen. I have no problem with them fighting and destroying Hong Kong. Again. I'm all for it. The animal element is fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, but here's where the arguments differ here. And this is a kind of interesting debate, though, is because that's – Chris, if that's what you're pulling out of this movie, fine. But like, there's a billion things before that. But what I learned a long time ago, just when you're watching these movies, you're kind of – this is – okay. Here's a prime example which you guys are not going to agree with. I promise you won't agree with. This to me is no different than a Marvel movie. No different at all. You have to – Except your- those movies are good and this movie is not. I, again, 
And tell me I'm listen. Go tell me I'm wrong. Tell me this movie's good. Do it. It's, it, it turn it, your mic off. It's it's not the <laughs> it's not the second part of that statement. I'm I'm disagreeing with. It's the first part. You I don't think I think maybe five of those Marvel movies are above a six on a scale. That's, listen, Grayson, this movie's a three. Well. Stop doing. Stop. Okay, just give me a second. No, no. I, I, listen, I want your real answer. Listen, if you compare this to a Marvel movie and you say because only some of those movies are better than a six, a six is great. A six is above average. This movie is bad. Yeah, it's but, really bad. I'm saying I'm looking at it through the same lens as I do with a Marvel movie because not. I mean, there's so what much. What does that mean? Tell me what. That, okay, well, stop. Me what that means. I can do that if you stop interrupting. <laughs> stop interrupting me for five seconds. There's so much inconsistency in any one of those Marvel movies. Past maybe the first five or six, it's just complete inconsistency all the time with what they can do and what they can, what beatings they can survive and what beatings they can't survive. It's just complete inconsistency. Nothing's ever across the board consistent. But when you watch something like this, you're watching a Godzilla and King Kong movie, don't you? I mean, would you go in there expecting anything else than a Godzilla and King Kong movie? Where things like people ending up on the other side of the world in six hours is you just kind of accept it for what it is. I mean, yeah, sure. Fine. In my Godzilla movie, uh, uh, through the, through, through the plants core in six hours is fine. You know, but listen, why, I'm so I'm supposed, I'm supposed to just suspend belief for a lot of things in this movie. Okay. I shouldn't have to suspend belief on people like hacking into things or, you know, pouring stuff into a console Oh, you understand was, what I mean? Yeah, no, that was. I mean, there are things that's, that work and things that don't. That's laughably work. bad. That's laughably bad. And that's during the crux of this film. I, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that in any way. I'm yes, that stuff is terrible. I I agree with the only reason why Kyle Chandler and Bobby Miller Brown are in this movie is is some com- paycheck, some combination of fulfilling contract obligations and name recognition. Now, I mean. Kyle Chandler, honest to God, was probably in the trailer half as much as he was in the actual movie. And that's in a two-minute trailer. Probably so. Yeah, that's my point, though, is, you know, I mean, but with, you get the name recognition of, oh, I saw the last one. Yeah, he was in that. And yeah, she was in that. I'll go see this one. You know, it's that they're trying to link you from movie to movie, which I totally get. But but my my counter-argument to that is, is if they're not here, you're still watching the movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, they also have to find more filler fluff to put in there to fill out the time. That's the only they reason why. Have. That's the only reason why that stuff didn't get axed to begin with is they needed an additional twenty-seven minutes, and that was the Kyle Chandler of them hacking into Florida, them getting to Florida, them trying to shut Mecha Godzilla down. I mean, all that is, you know, Spoiler. with Belschnickel, all that is, you know, part of that twenty-seven minutes of screen time they needed to fill, which, you know. In the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie, like what? Who cared? I mean, it's 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 all. Interca- I just think I honestly just think that's twenty seven more minutes. Well, the thing is, I think that's honestly twenty seven more minutes we could have got doing the Kong stuff on Hollow Earth. Yeah, and like I get that this was never a thing before, but you know they they end up in the center of the Earth. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to learn a little bit more about that? So, like, and when he's there, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, well, in the in the trailer, you get like him beating up, like swinging this snake thing in the air and beating another one, flying with snake and I, singer, and, and, and stingray. I thought, and they talk about the legend of Kong, and like I thought this was gonna be a flashback thing or like hieroglyphs they found. No, this happens live in the movie. That's cool as shit. All of a sudden, like, oh no, this is like this is happening right now in front of your face because it's happening. 
yeah, why not spend more time there? Why not get some more cool monsters for 10, 15 minutes? Instead, we got a whole bunch of shit that just wasn't necessary. And and this is why it's what makes it so feel so unnecessary. That same character that you didn't know who it was at first, Grayson, that's introduced to us. Spoilers. She dies. You're not going to give a shit. And like, so she didn't even matter to anything. She just dies at some point. And then also, there's two more characters that just die because they didn't actually matter at all. They could have done all this without them and their plot buildup and all this and gave us a movie with slightly shorter runtime and gave us more scenes with the cool shit. The but stuff we actually wanted. Yeah, but instead we're getting things that don't matter at all, that don't have any real bearing or impact on the movie if you remove them. You can't say that about your Marvel comparison. It's just not possible. And not to the scale and degree that happens here. Well, no, not to, things definitely that, not the scale. You can't remove any large part of Marvel film, so it makes sense. I'll grant you that. You can't remove three characters from any Marvel film and things still make sense and add up the way they normally would. I'll grant you that. I would, I would argue legitimately we could take off 95% of the human dialogue in this film and I, still get the same but, movie. But also studios don't see things like that either. I mean, you're not... Why? That'd be cheaper. <laughs> I, well, no, more CGI is more expensive. I get that. But but billable hours for these actors? Yeah. Put put some B and C tier actors in these <laughs> in these damn things because... That's the performances we get from some of these people anyway. Because <laughs> I'm mailing in a paycheck. Listen, I got to show up for two days. You get 20 minutes. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, like, and, like, and give us more, more of the good stuff, you know? Or do more world building. Real world building. Not insert some character with, with, that has their own motivations that, don't, that won't end up mattering at all for my movie anyway. You know? Give us some cool shots of, of destroyed Boston. Well, oh, yeah. Well, should they just gloss that'd, right over that'd, it? That would have been awesome. You know? Let's see that. Let's see the, the destruction that happened in your previous movie that you're linking together to make this world, this universe, feel like it's like it's go, it's, it's all built in continuity instead of a, of a weird half mention and no evidence of it. Make us feel like we're in a in an actual living, breathing monster verse, which you want to create. Well, the other the other side of it is too is they are trying to build more because listen, there's going to be more of this, right? Hundred percent. Like it's never been a doubt. Send me three hundred million dollars with it available on HBO Max. Yes. Um, So we're definitely going to have that happen, but they don't really give us anything more to build with. Yeah, like like to be ready for. Yeah. Besides besides Hollow Earth. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's and, and and. I love Hollow Earth. It's a cool ass thing. It's just their cop out to insert at any random monster from the from but Godzilla. The, the problem franchise. I have, the, no problem. Sorry, the thing I have with that is Hollow Earth is probably the best part of the story. I know it's the only thing that I actually like. Well, that's different. Yeah. You know, because listen, I've seen Godzilla destroy stuff. I've seen King Kong destroy stuff. <laughs> Up until now, I hadn't seen them fight each other. But by that point, they've already done it three times. <laughs> you know, old news. Yeah, you've seen that happen. <laughs> But, I mean, clearly that's got to be what they push forward in this. I just hope when we get another one of these movies, I hope they look at it and be like, there is some really bad stuff in this movie. Got to give us more of the good stuff. And the good stuff is pretty good. Like, listen, there is some sweet monster fight in this movie. Like, there's a couple of really good brawls. Yeah. I would take 20 more minutes of that. Yep. Don't tell me I wouldn't. Listen, you see it in the trailer, but you don't know it, but when – when King Kong 
pops his shoulder back into place. Oh, yeah. He's ready to go. I was ready to fight somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm ready to go. Listen, as a man who's reset his own dislocated shoulder like myself, that sucks a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, you're jacked up yeah. on adrenaline, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I mean, that was, that was one big, of the things I didn't. Big shiny blue axe. <laughs> that was one of the things I didn't like about the long resetting. What did you like him, the Why? Would Why? you like his dead arm just be hanging there? No. How would he have known to do that? How I mean, I don't. I mean, and I, what you think again, I'm, I'm asking one of those. Arm. I'm asking one of those questions that I just ten minutes ago defended from being asked in the first place. It's a King Kong movie. Who cares? I mean, it's one of yeah. those like, yeah, sure, he can reset yeah. his dislocated shoulder. Fine, whatever. But like, it's. I, I'm not sure it matters in the grand scheme of things. No one taught me how to reset my dislocated finger. I just grabbed it and pulled it and it snapped back oh, into that place. Oh, does not feel fun. Stop. Oh, my goodness. No, it was terrible. <laughs> Listen, it sucked a lot. Oh. I didn't I didn't consult Google before I did it. <laughs> well, okay. So the whole thing about I've, all I keep hearing is the human element in this movie is pointless. It's not – my whole thing is the human element is not all of the – I don't think it's completely pointless. pointless. I don't, I don't want to say it's completely pointless. It's just – it's probably the worst part of the movie. But well, am so I wrong? No, you're not wrong. But counterpoint though is when in let's just, okay, this movie is an hour and fifty three minutes. Um, if this movie sure. was an hour and forty five minutes of King Kong and Godzilla fighting, that would have been boring as hell. Maybe you don't know that. I do know that because I was but, bored uh, when it was. Again, that we're looking at is if we rewrote this movie, it could have been better. Of course, yeah. it would have been different. But I honestly think if they cut about fifteen minutes of the useless conspiracy theory, you know, sneaking around in empty, you know, you know, old bombed out Pensacola, Florida, I think the movie could have had the same impact or even more because um, they actually would have had to develop a character. <laughs> like, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like the entire like pro team Godzilla. Like, every one of those characters is basically useless. Where Team Kong actually has a pretty decent story. And I hate to break it as simply as that. It is a better story. So, I mean, that's how I feel about it, honestly. You're probably not too far from from Anybody, I mean, but, comments, I mean, this, concerns? No, no, no. I, I agree with you. You're, you're, you're not wrong about that as far as what we've been presented here. I mean... We all knew this was very predictable. We knew they were going to fight each other for a little while, and then we knew they were going to team up. They weren't. This movie wasn't going to end with 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 Godzilla or Kong dead. It just doesn't happen. Only because you need them to. <laughs> That'd continue. have been a shocker, wouldn't it? You, but you you <laughs> need them to continue the movies. If one's dead, I mean, thank God this isn't a Marvel universe. And you bring them back. But didn't Kong got brought back? Didn't he? Didn't he? Something. No, he, he wasn't. Wait, he, he wasn't, wasn't dead, dead. But, but I mean, I mean, they did uh, shock his heart back with a ship. Which Kicked is... up the jam. <laughs> which, which, which again, uh, a, a, a ship that's run on convenient. <laughs> a, a ship that's run on completely new energy, which would have been no different than a bomb exploding, didn't hurt. Call. I mean, now I want to know what actually hurts these things. What actually hurts Kong? What hurts Godzilla to the point where? Uh, what hurts dead? him? Uh, Godzilla laser breath being stepped on, being his chest stepped on for a little while. That yeah, I mean, that just seems like these people. These, I mean, also Mecha Godzilla's laser breath. Laser breath plays a big part of this film. <laughs> it was really a does. lot, and it goes. I like through. how Godzilla tunnels to the center of the Earth. I had so many problems. <laughs> I had I, I audibly groaned in the theater when as soon as soon, soon as Godzilla stopped and looked down, I said, "Don't do it." 
and he did it. And I went, <laughs> oh, God. But I mean, does it, no. it's just, it's, I don't mind it though. You know, it's one of those things that, it's funny how I nitpick some movies, but like something like this, I'm like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, how else are they going to get to Hong Kong? How else are they going to do that? Well, listen, I have any, how much, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter what we spoil at this point, does it? No. Um, no, no, no. Let's talk about my main problem with this movie. Let's talk about Mecha Godzilla for one second. The- well, the now sentient <laughs> me- mechanical <laughs> Godzilla that has jo- gained sentience by being wired to a skull of one of the three-headed things from the first movie. Ghidorah. Ghidorah, How? you mean the one in the last movie? <laughs> How? Well, it also was defeated by a bottle of whiskey. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to give a single bit more context to that. I want you to watch this movie, then you understand what I'm saying. I want you to watch this movie. Like, how the hell do they defeat Mega Mechagodzilla mm. with a bottle of whiskey? I have to know this one right right now. Yeah. I, I don't see that's that the whole thing with like, I mean, there's the whole thing with Kong and Godzilla teaming up. Is, it should not be. If that's a spoiler to you. We knew it was coming. Yeah. I mean, from yeah. from day one of this movie Listen, title being mentioned, they are both coming. guys. We are, we already know this. Monkey. I kept pointing at the screen going, monkey. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about that last fight when they do finally team up with the... I mean, that's cool, yeah. right? Like, with the axe and like... Yes, with yes. Still, that's, like, listen, that's what I'm here for. Yep. No humans. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want yeah. to... Listen... That that movie would have been so satisfying is if they'd have got all stepped on at the end, yeah. And then they would just not be in the third, the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I completely disagree. Yeah. But I mean, all and and that and the fact that like an entire generation of Hong Kong inhabitants were wiped out by this fight. Yeah, I mean they must. Yeah, have but I mean, listen, we'll just gloss over that for next movie, much like Boston. Yep. Listen, what happened to Boston? Like scorched earth. Like nothing will grow there. <laughs> <laughs> a nu- permanent nuclear winter. Yes. You know, like most of the eastern seaboard is toast. Looks, like, looks like Chernobyl over there. Yes. You know what I mean? Just yeah. done. Like all the way from like Bangor, Maine to like North New Jersey. Babies, just, babies are being born yeah. beforehand. It's just eviscerated. <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, Hong Kong, Hong Kong is just knocked down. One of, the, one of the points I want to talk about was this being a studio film. You know, this being massively big budget is something that, you know, we need a dozen of these a year. Hold on. I have a question. When we say massively budget, listen, I know this movie's not cheap, obviously, because it's mostly CGI. But I think because it's mostly CGI, it probably doesn't cost as much anymore as we think it did. Maybe, now, yeah. 10 years ago, this movie's like $250 million. Okay, yeah. Now, now it's probably like, 160 okay you know what i mean like yeah. they're scaling down <laughs> because listen they knocked on the same building a few times i guarantee it <laughs> oh yeah you, 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 you still get to see it from the same angle mm-hmm. guaranteed so which is fine yeah, I, mean, I don't know it's it's fine but like don't you i mean you need movies like this to sell popcorn to sell soda to sell sure. candy yeah look look called it 160 million <laughs> right on the nose <laughs> And it's it's made almost four hundred already, so that's 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 good. Yeah, well, I mean, so listen, no one said that we don't need this movie. I was I was the most excited person for this movie out of the three of us. You were, you know what I mean? Like 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 I want these movies. These movies, like you said, they they sell tickets, they get popcorn. You know, but like, like this is good. 
I just think I just for some reason I expect a little more out of out of a movie. This was actually cheaper than King of Monsters. I believe that because I've seen King of Monsters too, and there's a better movie there, which I'll I'll say when I score. It's okay. just I, That's I, don't, fair. I don't know, like like this movie. I like that these movies, they need to happen. I just wish that they happened a little bit better. And here's the problem. You said it earlier about how, you know, this movie's successful. Hopefully when they make the next one, you know, it, they learn. They learn. Here's the problem. This movie made money. True. They're going to look at it that it made money and they're going to, okay, so we can't change much, guys. What can we do? More they're, Godzilla, more King Kong. Got you. Bang. No, they're going to say, no. Well, I don't think people. Who are they going to fight? I, I, I don't think people connect enough with the story of the humans, guys. So, but we'll get a little more runtime for them. Add one more character that doesn't mean anything. Grace is in the back going, yes, I like this. Yes, I like this. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's it's just going to be an... As long as the little girl's in it, I don't care. Only because, like, I hate when sequels completely just wipe out the cast and just a whole new cast of people. And, like, it almost like the other movie didn't happen, but it did. I hate when Only they do that. Only cast of people that you need is King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> That's true. I, and Sweaty Kyle Chan. <laughs> do you really need Sweaty Kyle Chan? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, you're they're 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 not gonna. The next movie will, will be the same. Re- Re- Rebecca Hall will be in it. The the little girl that she rescued from the island and saved, who can do, who can. Yeah, but see, that's those are the people I want in the those, next Godzilla. Those characters were fine. Remember, Team Kong is good. Team see, Godzilla I mean, is stupid. We we just glossed over the fact that like, I mean, I love the fact that Ta- Kong chose to communicate only with one, and it was that little girl. That's very consistent with the I Kong legend. That. Yeah, me me too. Listen. Also, that's the good part of the movie. Well, we involves human beings. That is the only. I mean, that 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 is the the better part of the human scenario. Is I mean, you could have. I just don't know how much time you could cut out with a studio and still be okay with it. Because you, I mean, you can't deliver a ninety minute Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. I, I know. It needs. It's got to be about two hours. And it is. I mean, with trailers, about two and a half. Why? Um, I mean, it's just one of those things. I don't know. I mean, because if they just destroyed everything and then like sat down for twenty minutes and got up and fought again, you'd be like, "Do something else." <laughs> so I know I would. I mean, how about when? How about when <laughs> like, just imagine this, like Godzilla sitting like, <sighs> damn mean, it! Godzilla also did sit on, did sit on the throne. <laughs> Godzilla also did sit on a literal throne, though. That was pretty cool. No, King Kong sat on a little. Yeah, throne. sorry, sorry, King yeah. Kong. I said Godzilla. King Kong sat on the throne. But why did it need to be two hours? Why can't it just be an hour and a half? No, no, no. You because you, you can't do that. You, you can't. I just big budget Hollywood. You got to. It's got to be. It's what? just those are the rules, man. I don't know. <laughs> what does it matter? You saw the same thing. It's the same popcorn. Four, five shows instead of four. Roll it. Sounds like a win. Um. But you also got. What else we got to say? I was gonna say Go you got to you got to give people. Because there are people out there that legitimately like love the long runtime of these movies, and like you can't. I mean, ninety minutes really for a movie like this isn't, you know, concrete. Do you remember the movie called. The Final Destination? Yeah. Not not Final Destination, Final. but The Final Destination. Yes. You know how long that movie was? It was seventy-seven minutes long. I love that movie. <laughs> it was laughably short, though. Yeah. Because listen, even with twenty minutes of trailers. It was like 94-minute runtime. I remember building out the movie theater going, we showing this like seven times today? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can do that, you can do it. But uh, Well, okay, so let's move to score it. And All right, I, I'm going I last. Go, you want to go last? All right, I'll go first. Yes. This, this movie for me gets a five. I can recommend this to anyone. It's a summer blockbuster. 
You'll enjoy it with popcorn and you will not be bored. So this to me is just a straight across the board five. Fair. Okay. Five. I like that. That's, that's where I'm landed on this movie. Now, hold five. on. Before I continue, <laughs> before you continue, what did you think I was going to give this? Seven. <laughs> Something stupid. No, I just... Yeah. The, no. Never, this, that was going to be a seven. The scene, with, the scene with the girl where she touched the finger was so moving it gave it two points. So it takes from five to seven. I expected those, that sentence from you. No. I, did. I mean, that I'm certainly proud. helped to get to... that. That's what, that's what took it from a four to a five was a little girl. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm at, I'm at I'm at a I'm at an even five, and and it's only because this movie, when it was good, was really good. I really enjoyed what I came there to see. Just kind of wish that that ride hadn't have been just so sullied with everything else involved. But good, it was fun. It was easy to watch. I if I can recommend it to anybody that likes those movies. I I don't think this is the best of of the of the Godzilla King Kong verse we've gotten so far though. It's a cool ass movie, but Godzilla... I'd say it's the worst of the three. The first Godzilla movie was a big letdown in a lot of ways. Big yeah. letdown, but besides it's, the money shot, it's a better movie than this, though. I don't think so. That's fair. It's it's definitely listen. That's not my, if I, you watch I, that Godzilla I, I movie today, think about it, if yeah. you watch rewatch that movie today, you wouldn't say it's a five. I'll have to re- say it's higher than that. I haven't rewatched it. I'll have to rewatch that in a while. Yeah. But like, but I, Godzilla, uh, you know, King of Monsters, by far and away the best movie so far. There's more fights. There's better fights. There's it feels like there's more at stake in that movie. Where this and, one, you're just kind of waiting for. And there's a there, there there's a sacrifice in King of Monsters. Her mom sacrifice. I'm all about the sacrifices, man. All about them. So. All right, so it's my turn. <laughs> all right, so listen, this movie is bad. I love some of it. But the parts that are bad are so bad. Laughably bad, okay? The good, Godzilla and King Kong fight many times. The bad, most parts that involve human beings. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the fairest assessment of it, right? Um, I will still recommend this movie to anybody that likes Godzilla or King Kong. And I'll tell you, do you like Godzilla and King Kong? Yes. Should you watch the movie? Yeah, but you'll probably be disappointed. And that's how I recommend it. This movie's like a three and a half. I'll give it a four. Okay. I don't, I don't want to say it's a three and a half because it's probably a little bit better than that. But I audibly groaned several times during the interactions between a certain group of human beings in this movie. They try to make it funny. It doesn't need it. This movie does not need more levity. I tell you right now, it doesn't. This, is, this could be a potential world-ending fight, right? Does it ever feel like that to you? There's no scale here. There's no, listen, if Mecha Godzilla wins, we're all going to die. doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Not once. Like, I think the big giant three-headed beast from the first, or the second one was a lot more badass than Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. Right? And menacing. Yes. Scary as hell. Yeah. Like, that thing frightened me a little bit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, would, I would probably say out of the three Godzilla-type movies, this is probably the weakest one. Um. The first one's a better movie. The second one is not exactly better, but it's definitely more watchable to me. Because uh, listen, there's some really bad dialogue in that movie too. There is. <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, but there's more awesome stuff in that movie. Now this movie needs more, you know, Hollow Earth Kong and less humans. Yeah. And I think we get a better movie. This movie's a four. It's just a four. 
And if anybody thinks I'm wrong, watch the movie and tell me anything I said is not correct. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. That's it. I mean, that's as long as you can back up your number, then I don't care. Oh, yes, I can. I I don't throw arbitrary numbers out. Yeah, if you can back it up, that's fine. If you get a negative seven, you can back up a negative seven. That's fine. But, I mean, Holmes and Watson. Listen, I've given a zero. Holmes and Watson. (laughs) I've given a zero. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. That's actually honestly. This movie's not a zero. It's about four points higher than that. Holmes and Watson's. Hey, oh, see what I did there? I there's a whole bunch of watches actually streaming. I think on Netflix. I think I saw that flipping through the other day. So why did you recommend? Why did you, recommend <laughs> you didn't recommend that, recommend for, that streaming? for streaming? Because that was last week. I saw it this week, but I, I wouldn't recommend anyway. Anything gets a zero. We cannot recommend and be safe. My goodness. I can recommend you watch the worst movie I've ever seen. What? what which is what? Holmes, Holmes and Watson. <laughs> That's the worst movie. I think you missed the. Yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. You you legitimately think Holmes and Watson is the worst movie you've ever seen? No, but it's in the top five of worst movies I've ever seen. All right, so it, it makes the top five. Okay. Listen, that'll be a real discussion for one day. What's the worst movie like you've that. ever yeah, seen? No, I like that. Yeah, we could. I'd rather that. talk about that than Thunder Force. <laughs> that might be on your top five soon. Maybe. I, mean, I guess we'll find it. Listen, I'll probably love it. I'll fucking hate it. Oh, that. man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. This has been episode 221 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast servers of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check out the page on Facebook and check us out on YouTube. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. Tell Roger why he's a point too low for Godzilla versus King Kong. I, I invite you to do that. They don't. They're cowards. All right. You hear that, you <laughs> cowards? Next week, we're talking about Voyagers and Thunder Force on Netflix. And Voyagers, of course, is theatrically released. But, and then another episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. After the third time... I kept looking at the screen going, monkey. My wife asked me to stop doing that.